Oh my god. Did you watch the last episode of The Traitors? No. The what? The Traitors? No. I don't even oh, know what that it is. Was, that was good. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. The Traitors. Yeah. That no. stupid show on Channel 10. Oh no. No, I don't. I pretty basically don't Nothing. know what anything that's on free to wear. Basically the concept is it's like it's like the game Wolf where like someone's a wolf and the wolf murders people, right? Mm. But they have at the start of the thing they have three traders and the rest are called faithfuls. So only the traders know that they're traders. They know mm. who each other are. And then basically the faithful people have to work out who the traders are. And then every like night the traders like banish or slash murder someone. And so right. in the morning they get up and they're like, who's gone? Oh, someone. Anyway, got all these faithfuls were so dumb. They could not figure out who the traders were. One of them, the three traders, two of them got rid of one of the, their own, got rid of one. <laughs> so there was only two of them. Got all the way to the end and there's like them standing and there's like three other people. So they decide to recruit one of them to be a trader, right? So they recruit this lady, Camille, and there's two of them. There's this skeezy guy whose name was Sam and this other, like, friendly, <laughs> happy-go-lucky like guy called Blake who no one thought was a trader. They thought he was just a nice guy. Anyway, they get to the end. The traders have made it. They've all made it. They had one faithful left. They get eliminated because the trader, there's traders there. So now they've got a trader's dilemma. And the prize is, like, $280,000, right? So the dilemma is you can share the money if you all say share, you get you get it. If one of the if one of you says steal, you get the whole lot. The other two don't get any. If two of you say steal, you split the pot and the other person doesn't get anything. If you all say steal, no one gets anything. And so these two dudes who had been traders from day dot were like, we're gonna one of them was like, the skeezy guy was like, I'm gonna steal the lot, I don't give a fuck. Blake, happy-go-lucky guy, was like, I need to walk out of here with money. So I'm going to share. But he also knew that this skeezy guy was going to steal it. So he's like, I'm going to fucking steal it because at least we can split it in two. But Camille, she's, we recruited her. She'll share it. She's a sharer. Camille fucking stole it. And so <laughs> none of them got anything at the end. It was like the best finale of a shit reality show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that might be the pre-roll. He was great. Still doing work. He better have some good notes. You better have to tell me for the best of the best. Everything must be done. Welcome to oh, you you okay? You're ready to go, Ben? No, he's still doing work. Just keep it professional, Dan. <laughs> Welcome to Here We Crow. We just had to interrupt Ben um, doing some work notes to start the show. <laughs> it is uh, episode seventy one of Here We Crow, if you don't mind. Uh, Sam, hello. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Hey Dan. And Ben, the man of the hour. Hey Dan. How's it going? <laughs> Do you have some uh, seventy one stats for us to kick off? Yeah, no, all prepped, ready to go. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 71 proved to be a bit of an elusive number, so we'll see how we go. But day, our debutant at number 71 was Troy Bond. <laughs> well. You're waiting for something big bondy. Yeah. My mum used to, this is really weird, but my mum used to call him Troy Sexual Bond. 
and I have no idea why. Yeah, it's a bit weird, Dan. Get, <laughs> on, <laughs> get on the phone. <laughs> we need so, get on the phone nah, now. She won't pick up. So <laughs> anyway, so for him, his big 71 stat is for Adelaide, he had 71 tackles in his career. And now he is suing the <laughs> AFL for the $71. That's right. Well, speaking of dollars, we've got a few quick player stats. Good Brad segue. Moran, Ooh. 71 marks. Now he has $71 million. Yep, but up, upstaging him is Trent Henschel, who took 71 contested oh, marks. Potential. Man. Trent potential. There you go. And then Matthew Bode kicked 71 goals. Matthew Ooh. Bode. Crusty phone boat. stealer. Yep. Yeah. And upstaging him was David McKay with 71 points. Oh, oh 14. <laughs> Our favourite. Mm, and that's your mind. 71s for the week. Thanks, Ben. That was uh, well wow. worth waiting for. Matthew Bode accidentally stole my phone once. Really? Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah, I was working at that um, next bite, the like, Apple shop before Apple shop was around. And, um, you know, the new iPhones had just come out and I had one, lucky me. And he came in. With his new iPhone also, and he accidentally left his and took mine with him. Oh. Oops. Anyway, I had to call my own phone to contact Matthew Bode <laughs> to bring it back. Wow. <laughs> he was our runner for a long time, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was. Not anymore, though. I haven't seen him recently. How many are? But yeah. uh, we've so got plenty to talk about as usual. Uh, the Crows girls are back on the winners list again. Uh, two in a row. Beat the Tigers by 29 points. <laughs> The champion Chelsea Randall's 50th game, if you don't mind. Uh, we were very happy with that one on Friday night. Uh, but there was some really devastating news hot off the press uh, towards the end of last week. And I'm sure a lot of people have uh, been on the socials and seen that uh, one co-host, Lauren, has been dealt a savage blow. Yeah, I feel like she was actually depressed. Actually depressed. Mm. People at my work were worried because <laughs> I was... Basically crying. She actually didn't go to work uh, <laughs> the next day. Uh, and oh! if you did miss it, for those listening, I'm sure you haven't, but uh, Shane McAdam has nominated to leave the crew. He hasn't quit, hasn't as he? some would put it, <laughs> yeah. but we'll get to that later. Mm. Um, but yes, plenty going around, plenty of rumours as usual, but uh, the good news is obviously the AFLW team. So let's get into the pregame warm-up. Music. <laughs> We have changed it up. And uh, what have we got here, Sam? Well, we followed the uh, the crowd. We've gone for the, the drink that all of the young kids love, <laughs> hard solo, alcoholic lemonade. Um, yeah, look, I knew this would be average. and Surely more of an alcoholic lemon squash. Yeah. <laughs> it does not even taste alcoholic. No, it doesn't at all. I don't know. It's taking me back to my youth. It's It tastes like Smirnoff ice. Wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> really? pretty it's pretty shit. It's fine. Well, like it, it yeah. It's not as um tart as Smirnoff ice, but Did I call it a lemonade? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Pub I squash. wondered why you corrected me and now I'm like <laughs> thinking back. Um yeah, look, it's fine, really, I guess. It's only four and a half percent. They're pretty expensive. They're like twenty five bucks or something. Yeah, save your money, pack. just get a bottle of vodka and yeah. a twenty four pack of solo cans. Yeah, well that's why I question is why you would buy this, but um, I guess it's convenient. Branding. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm mm. not going to get too excited about it. <laughs> Speaking of things. Really warming it up in here, <laughs> are we? <laughs> let's, get, let's get some excited about some music. Uh, Lauren, what have you got tonight? I've got a grieving song. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Looks like it's up to me to bring the mood back up then. <laughs> I'm just going to play it. Oh, God. Anything needs to be said. Ben's gone back to doing work. Well, <laughs> I thought Ben that, was that, having a nap there. <laughs> that, that <laughs> takes a long time to get to the chorus. It is soothing, it? but there's I'm not a dry eye in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> is that like 1990 or 91? Yeah, mm. really oh, does hello. seem like it's takes the end of the road. Mm. <laughs> so there's a big cavity um, <sighs> where Shane McAdam once stood, and Lauren. Who's going to fill that cavity now at the Crows? What's Who's next in the... Is oh, it well, Daddy? Peddler is always already Peddler. taking over. Mm, look, uh, I've got a few options. I just, ha- I, have to, I just have to wait till next season to see who catches my eye, really. But, yeah, Daddy, Daddy's hitting number one now. <laughs> and see, Daddy's always a bit vulnerable because he just he's one seat bad season away from getting the axe. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, look, uh, I don't know what to say. I think we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we will. Anyway, that was Boys to Men. Well, I'm going to bring it back up and I've got a uh, punk band out of Melbourne. They're called Clowns and uh, rather than drink this hard solo, I'd rather have some formaldehyde. This, this song's <laughs> Ben's awake now. <laughs> out of Melbourne. They uh, they stitched me up last week. I um, heard they were touring, so they bought a ticket for me and one of my mates, and the next day they cancelled the tour. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So it's uh, oh, it's postponed till next March, but uh, luckily I'm free when they're coming back. <laughs> Lucky. Keep the same ticket. All good. That's the pre-game warm-up. Adelaide's rocking. I can't tell if Ben's really here tonight. Ah, uh, he's doing work. Yeah. Welcome back, Ben. Um <laughs> We're here to talk about the <laughs> win that was for our women's team. It's great to have the women's team back after what was a, a letdown of the end of the season for the men's team. Uh, we're back in winning form, beating the Tigers, as we mentioned at the top of the show, by 29 points in Chelsea Randall's 50th game, our fantastic captain. It was great um, to honour her in that way. I was a little bit nervous playing the Tigers in Melbourne, but... Um, as it turned out, they kicked two goals in the first quarter and then nothing after that. So we really, uh, you know, took them to the cleaners. I think the defence held up pretty well without Sarah Allen. 
Um, and Super tough conditions, though. It was yeah. really a scrappy game of footy. Very dewy. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – I think we probably called that it was going to be a bit scrappy. It mm. Sort of uh, – I don't know. It was It was obviously at that weird time, 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. It certainly surprised me. It was quite nice, actually. I was at home and uh, came around to 4 o'clock. And, Sweet, some footy to watch. That's great. I got forced to go to the Adelaide show, which I didn't oh, really want to, and yeah. I missed the game. So yeah, I had right. to watch the KO Mini. <laughs> So you're fully caught up. You could have watched the whole game. Yeah. It's not that long. But, uh, you know, changing the subject. We uh, really didn't know anything about it because Ben wasn't here last week with the real stats. No, so. well, that's right. Mm. Uh, what do you mean? I threw them all out there, our last head-to-head. Did you, did you kidding th- me? Yeah. <laughs> did you even listen back to the podcast? Uh, but we, yeah, it felt like we built – we sort of like – we didn't – Start, it was scrappy to start with um, and then I think, like I said to Ben earlier today, it didn't sort of ever look like we were really going to lose. Mm. Um, once we got on top, it was all pretty well one way. Even when we weren't scoring, it was still always up our end. Mm. Um, yeah, there were some really good performances. I think last week I said we need to utilise Gould a lot more. Her marking ability is excellent and uh, she certainly showed that this week, Yeah, kicking three goals. Good um, replacement for Judas Saint. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, it would be remiss of us to uh, not mention the Ponta goal um, oh. here as well, which was obviously a huge highlight for the week and probably the whole massive season. Whose idea was it to put her in the midfield? Because she should stay there. I that was so. a massive clearance. I think it was. Um, I think it was a good idea. It was sort of that like get them into the game type move. Yeah. I'd I'd say because I don't know she can she tends to drift in and out of games a bit. So it was kind of nice to just get her in there, and then she obviously showed her worth. She's yeah. one of the few like highly skillful players in our team mm. and i do have a exit song request for for ponta this week oh, oh. do you All oh right. ben's here <laughs> <laughs> hey ben. let, it, let me know about that later ben <laughs> we'll do. uh yeah so like yeah is that's going to win goal of the year surely kicking a goal from the middle um, hard to beat watching oh. i think i saw a tweet about it watching the men's um watching that port game and no and port couldn't kick a goal to save themselves and Ponta is kicking them from the centre. So, yeah, no, it was a good. It was a good game. It, it wasn't. There wasn't a lot other than that goal. There wasn't a huge amount of standouts. I didn't think. I think we really. It was a really grindy game. In, in a lot of ways, it was pretty boring to watch. To be mm. honest, um, I think our transition improved as the game went on. I think as I think what's showing up this season is our fitness seems to be up there compared to the two teams we've played so far. So, I think last year with the short pre seasons and whatnot, we were looking pretty tired in that second season for the year, yeah. whereas now we've had a bit of time to recover and so far we're looking really good. We haven't come across the really elite teams like a Brisbane or Melbourne who can really run out a game yet, but so far the signs are good that we're switched on and can go the full four quarters. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anything more to add, Ben? Oh, I've got my, my stats. Got some stats? Yeah, yep. So uh, we were pretty dominant. We had a lot more of the ball, 258 to 185, um, which was a lot of it was mainly uncontested ball. So we doubled their uncontested 140 to 72. So um, that was good. And while we had a lot more of it, we were a lot more efficient. So we were 67% to their 52%. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, we kicked one more goal from the centre circle than they did. Um, <laughs> I like that. Very good. Um, <laughs> I was looking for a bigger response, but that's fine. Um, Clearance was... We're a bit flat tonight, aren't we? I think we we need to wake up. Quality start. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm copping it all, but geez, where are you guys? Um, 
clearances uh, were pretty equal. So that side of things we didn't really dominate. But like with our efficiency, our marks, we over doubled them, 42 to 19. So we really controlled the ball a lot better than they did and that's what showed up on the scoreboard at the end. What do we think about the umpiring? Oh, And then uh, what Shocking. do we think about the commentary? Mm-hmm. It was all just – it's such a – they they pretend like they care about the AFLW and then we cop a broadcast like that with that sort of umpiring and you just sort of go, do they? Do they really care? I think I the round one showed they didn't care when they played it at the parade. <laughs> yeah, that's Look, right. I'll, I'll say this. Um, all for people getting into umpiring, we obviously need more umpires. Mm. But you cannot run a professional league or call it a professional league and have second, third tier umpires who don't know what they're doing yet. Mm. That's what it seems like. Like I said to Ben earlier though, I, I almost challenged the the thought or, or like the comment of the second or third tier umpires because it, you watch the Sandfall and the umpires are fine and they're, mm. they're second or third tier. So why does the women's ones feel so shit? And the speed of the game is a bit slower (laughs) as well, so it should be easier to make the correct decision. They definitely have – there's definitely a different mentality with the umpiring than there is to the men's, and I think that does take a little bit of getting used to. They let a lot more stuff slide. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of free kicks that could be paid that aren't, especially uh, incorrect disposal uh, free kicks that, you know, dropping the ball happens all the time and is Mm. not paid in the the AFLW. It's it's a lottery, the um, holding the ball. It Mm. is. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. but What's what's even worse is that the AFLW posted a really great tackle by Hatchie, took down the player, definitely had uh, time to get rid of the ball and it wasn't even called holding the ball. Mm. Like, you're posting a highlight that is a perfect tackle, perfect (laughs) holding the ball. Mm. Did it get called that? No, it did not. No. Uh, it, it sort of summed it up pr- pr- for me pre-game when the male commentator, I actually don't remember who it was, said um, he almost apologised for saying that he thought the Crows would win the game. It's sort of like, mm, it's a good start, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, wowee. Uh, the commentators are getting the ends of the grounds wrong, like which uh, which side was kicking which way. Uh, I noticed that multiple times. It's it's just not good. Mm. It's yeah. It is pretty tough to watch at home, isn't it? It is. It really is. Uh, also, the other thing I didn't like is um, supposedly they think it's um, a very like a cool thing to do, but the mid-game interviews with players. Oh, mm. the worst. Let <laughs> them have a breather. Right, just get rid of that. That is just complete nothing. Players yeah. don't say anything when they're like after games when they're like when they're fine. Let alone when they've just come off and they can hardly breathe. Mm. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it is very pointless. It is very pointless. Uh, I find that sort of thing almost goes to the certain point where it degrades from the actual game. It makes it feel like it's not an actually important competition yeah. because you can just chat to them when they come off yeah. the ground. Yeah. Makes it feel like the game's a bit Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I'm sorry, Absolutely. as a female, I don't want to be on camera sweating and like my hair messy and disgusting when I'm in the middle of a game. Like... Yeah. On that on that point of of it, like no, don't do that. It's it's kind of mean, isn't and it? Loose segue. One of the players they spoke to was Tia Charlton. She's becoming a really important player for the team. Mm-hmm. Tia think. is pretty much, I reckon, the most ripped player we've got on yeah. the Crows. <laughs> Every photo I see of Tia, she's just like her muscles are like poof. Yeah. Um, she's really working hard in the gym, clearly, mm. and yeah, she's she's is becoming a really hot player for us. Having said that, Madison Newman, cousin of the pod, nineteen disposals equal with Hatchie this week. Mm, Very yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't sneak her into my votes, but I she was great, and yeah. um, 
she does look like um, she's taken it to another level this year. She looks a lot more composed. Mm-hmm. She, she's one of those. She's become one of those players that um, looks that step above, um, just like the run of the mill players that you know that yeah, are scattered throughout the team. She's done some really good run on from the contest, mm. elite kicking inside the forward fifty. She got a she's carried kick. some of those plays big time, Maddie. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good segue into the vote, Sam. So yeah. what you got? Uh, I gave three to Marinoff. I don't think you, it'd be hard not to give her three votes this week. Um, not only did she have a ton of the ball, but she had 14 tackles or something, which was pretty ins- insane. I gave two to Gould, three goals. Um, she just stands tall, takes marks. Um, she's a real, She's become a really important player for the team if she wasn't already. Uh, and I gave one vote to Tia Charlton. Uh, I really liked her game. I think she just provides that little bit of... She's she's sort of classy, but she she's also like bullety gate too, mm. which I love. So yeah, nice. Ben, um, yep. So I've gone Marinoff and Gould, same as Sam, and one for Hatchard. Nineteen possessions, but nine tackles and five marks. Cool. And Lauren, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I've gone Noffy for the three as well, along with her fourteen tackles. She had four hundred and eighty-six meters gain, which was double anyone else. And um, went at 82% efficiency. And that also, Ben, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I gave two to Neve Kelly. Thought she, again, was electric. She just looks so good, like, when she's running. Like, her, I don't know. She just looks like she's on fire at all times. She got taken out early, which was a bit uh, worrying. And then she did, yeah. Came back. So I think she missed most of the first quarter, didn't she? Copped one under the, the rib there, which yeah. um, looked a bit nasty, but yeah, she did come back out. sniped her off the bench. She what a bitch. Yeah. She can certainly <laughs> – she'd be uh, the best wow. in our team in terms of breaking lines, like getting past players and yep. really creating her, play. Yeah, and her ball use is really good too. What's her um, story? Did you – like she's – because she's like a recent, reasonably recent addition to the team, isn't she? Didn't she come from West Coast and she's yeah. an Irish player initially? Oh, she came from West Coast. Okay. I think it was West Coast. Yeah, yeah it was. Amber, I'm just a, Amber Ward came from West Coast as well. So mm. I can't remember if we got both of them at the same time. I think it was the same time, yeah. 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 Uh, and my one goes to Daniel Ponter purely for that epic goal. Yes. Can't ignore that it. Doesn't go in your quiet achiever, kicking it from the centre. No, <laughs> not not quite enough there, Ben. Yeah. Just a little bit too loud. I have uh, a bit of a mixture of everyone's votes. I got um, one, uh, sorry, three votes for Marinoff, two for Gould with her three goals, and one for Danielle Pontar. Soldier on, soldier on, soldier on. Who you got for the soldiers on, Sarah Allen Award? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it that way round? I don't know. I uh, gave it to Prowse. Uh, mm. Liked her game just as, as a quieter side of the game, I think. There was plenty of players I could have given a fourth vote to, but I decided to go for the true meaning of the uh, Sarah Allen Soldiers on award. And Lauren? I also went with Zoe Prowse because <laughs> uh, it was me who commented in the chat while the game was on that oh, was Prowse it? is working very hard. Yeah. Um, stats don't really tell the tale for Zoe's game. I thought she was just really hard at Almost every contest, she was in amongst it, and yeah, she she was really good on the quiet side of the game. I really quite liked Goodwin's game as well, but also noticed that she had negative one meters gained. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, just quite um, other person I thought was pretty good and worked really hard was friend of the pod Jess Waterhouse. Yeah, she was really running hard and trying, like, really trying to get in there and create opportunities near the goal. So that was great. Yeah, I thought her and Ballard did quite well in terms of that pressure and tackling game as yep. a forward. Nice. 
And Ben, who'd you have? Ah, uh, but obviously it was Prowse for me. Ah, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I was obviously showing different highlights from the part yeah, that I watched. K.O. Mina gave you a different, <laughs> yeah. different response. Uh, yes. oh, yeah, you get a good idea who was the, you know, the yeah. quiet achiever from the K.O. Mini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Tia Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon Dan might be the quiet achievement this week. <laughs> but no, well done, girls. Uh, great to see another win, and hopefully, we get up against the Bombers this week, which we'll get into a bit later. If you want to know what's in the screen, get into Rowan Jarman. We brought this comedian up to Lauren last week. I don't know if you did. You did you have a look at anything Sam Campbell's done? You said you'd never heard. Oh of him no, I didn't. Yeah, highly recommend it. There was a. The only reason I'm bringing it up today is there was a Reddit uh, thread today uh, about the Australia's worst comedian, and then someone did one for Australia's best comedian, mm. and it was good. It was good. It was good reading. Um, but I, I put in there Sam Campbell and uh, had some hilarious uh, like links to to watch some stuff. Have you have you guys watched any of his stuff? No. no. Anyone that anyone that likes comedy, likes a bit of offbeat comedy, I highly recommend you go and give give his uh, BBC. No, uh, yeah, maybe BBC. No, Channel Four special. Uh, I go on YouTube. It's very good. Who was the worst comedian? Oh, that was uh, your usual ones. Um, I, I bet you, it was actually probably friend of the pod who got the most copped at the most. Oh, not Husey. Yeah. Um, he copped a lot. Oh, sorry, Hughes. He actually sent Hughes a text on the weekend. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Carlton celebrating baggers. He didn't reply to me. No. Oh, I, <laughs> he, I told him you. if he, um, if he, if Carlton win the flag, he doesn't have to come on the podcast next <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> he was good on here, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't generally like his stuff. Uh, no, there were some terrible names in there. <laughs> well, now he's definitely not coming back, Sam. <laughs> Uh, but the the best thing I reckon happened this week. Did you did anyone see that American sprinter who came out and uh, was having a crack at the Americans, calling everything world champion in their local domestic leagues? Is sort of uh, someone mentioned like because obviously you know, he's a he's a sprinter, so it's all like all the worlds are the best sprint in the world. It's the world champion, and he was just like you know the NBA, like world champions of what? Like <laughs> America? <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's no flags in the NBA. Was another comment that he made. Anyway, I thought it was really good. Footwear well, sacrificed it. at half price <laughs> and equipment slashed to half price. Rowan Jarman's huge half price sale. Don't miss it. Since when did the so good, so good, so good become a thing in Sweet Caroline? Has that always been a thing or, or and I've just noticed it? What? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the soy milk. No, no. You know <laughs> you know Sweet Caroline, the song? Yeah. You know how like – and. They, after they say he's like oh, so yeah. good and then all the crowd sings yeah, so good, so good, so, so good. So good, so good. Yeah. So good. Is this a thing? I don't know. Because yes, I've, I've heard of it. Because like, yeah, well. I never got Sweet Caroline to be honest. When I was, <laughs> I had to go and do a gig at, um, uh, in Renmark and Thirsty Merc played. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I hope you got paid well. Yeah. But the, um, <laughs> the guy beforehand who was just singing covers did Sweet Caroline and all the crowd was singing so good, so good, so good. I'd never heard anyone do it before. And now there's a and there's an ad, uh, I think it might be Jim Beam or something, and they sing it on there too. No? No one knows this? No. no. Oh, well, if anyone in the see why it's in your bads there. Yeah, it's no good. Not, no, good. no good. Yeah, <laughs> no good. Uh, Bet Nation paying uh, recovered gambling addict oh, Brendan Favola yeah. to advertise the on social That's media. Gross, isn't it? Yeah. Not only that, he's advertising it as like good value when it's a shit multi that should be paying easily like thirty five to one, sixteen to one, and he's calling it value. Ugh. The guy that uh, lost. 
pretty much his entire well, life and, and the same week that he's come out with the sob stories of losing all his money and then showing up on oh, an app. That's so Well, poor. now he's got to make it back, so he's uh, just going to take whoever pays him, right? That's just like rock bottom. <laughs> and, and his tips were terrible. He got one from four. Oh, oh no. One? How? I got well, four. And well, I'm he tipped good. Port to beat um, <laughs> oh. Brisbane. He tipped uh, GWS to lose to Saints. and oh, yeah. He tipped Melbourne. He tipped Melbourne to beat Dumbass. Collingwood. So the only one he got right was the Carlton beating Sydney, and that yep. was pretty close. Yeah. So his value was one from four. Oh, it was good value for Bet Nation. Yeah, it was very good value for Bet That's Nation. That's the point. Yeah. Uh, Channel 7. The, the quality of uh, broadcasting in this country is absolutely garbage. Did anyone notice Channel 7's new thing that they were doing during the games where they would take like a big mark or a kick or a good goal or something and they'd just zoom in slightly on it? Did anyone notice that? You watched all the games, Ben. You didn't notice this? No. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> did they, they I'm did trying it. to think about it. Did I notice that? So like they would take like a mark and, you know, like sometimes in previous years they've done it where they've done like lots of cameras. So they do that little shitty like curve. So you see it from a different angle. Yeah. But this one was literally just slightly zoomed in. Interesting. It was it was terrible. All right. Anyway. I'm yeah, gonna, thanks, I'll look out for that this weekend. Uh, well no done. Doubt. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for backing me up there, mate. I can't believe um, <laughs> the uh, like country road uh, double up wasn't in your goods, to be oh, honest. Yeah, Charlie good. Cameron. The crowd was still seeing it when yeah, he kicked another one. That was awesome. Yeah, that Such was a good, good watch. That is good. Uh, but uh, the worst thing was the oh. hand in the Carlton Melbourne. Uh, the Car- mm. was it? No, no Collingwood's uh, Melbourne the, game. The coin toss. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Coles hand. Did you see that? No. In the centre of the ground when they did the coin toss, there was some muppet in a Coles hand so thing. The, the, Coles. No. the Coles mascot dancing around for his um, yeah. down, down, down. Oh, my God. Down. Why? Why are they doing this? It's one of the grimmest things I've ever seen. Is that the down, down? Yeah. Uh. Was, I thought it was pretty weird when I got an email this week from the AFL being like when grand final tickets and I opened it, it was literally a Coles ad. Well, and I think all the people tossing the coins are Coles employees as well. Like they've mm. taken over. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Coles has got too much money. I'm surprised the port banner wasn't in your bed. So that was What terrible. was that? Just something about like beat Brisbane and we'll be one game closest to the end. It was just very, very factual. Yeah. It's very factual. (laughs) Look, they are basic bitches. Um, I mean, they always take the obvious, don't they? Like, we are Port Adelaide. Yeah, you are. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You're actually Port Power, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's all all I got. Wow. What a week. (laughs) (laughs) Dog act, go. If it wasn't already bad enough that Shane McAdam was um, leaving the Crows, the worst part of it was that it got announced by Michelangelo Rucci, who just loves to hate the Crows. Uh, I I don't know who leaks information to him. It gives me the absolute shit, though. And, of course, instead of just saying, like everyone else has reported, that uh, McAdam was asking, requesting a trade to a Melbourne club, he used the language... McAdam quits the club. So, of course, it was sensationally reported not long after that. And I don't know, everyone just felt a bit sick reading. Obviously, I was sensationally upset (laughs) by this news uh, to the point where, you know, I had uh, Loz from Rue Dits and Loz messaging me like, are you okay? Um, I need to find out more info. And I was like, give her a call, Loz. Give him a call (laughs) because I need to clear this up. I need to find out what's going on. It sounds Uh, like he's just had a massive sook. To me. Well, it does sound like that. That's what mm. it's ma- he's made it out to sound like. Mm. 
there's um a bit of talk about what the uh, length of the contract was. Where well, they've we offered two, Melbourne thought, oh well, if we offer three, we'll get him. Then we've countered with three, but it, maybe he still wants to go. Mm. Something mm. like that. Um, he's he's, um, he's acting like he's annoyed, and I think the club are annoyed with him from what they released as well. The thing that they put out in the press release that they put out was really short. Well, there was that rumour that he wasn't happy with the fitness coach as well or fitness regime or whatever. Because we played him in the sample for a few weeks. Uh, mm. I don't know. I I wonder if that's something to do with him going up to Falls Creek in the break. Because last this year was actually like the first year he's really come back like properly kind of fit, whereas mm. the last few years he hasn't really come back fit because he's been up in Halls Creek. Mm. And this year was the first year that they've given him like a proper modified program to do up there. So pure speculation, this is not any news, but I thought perhaps they have requested that he do not spend quite as long in Halls Creek and that's mm. what pissed him off. Yeah, I think also Melbourne just mm. made him feel more wanted. Like we obviously offered a contract, but they it sounds like they sold him the dream of, you know, you're a key part of our forward line going for a premiership, mm. whereas maybe he didn't quite feel that coming from the Crows. I feel like Melbourne, um, if they don't get it done this year, which doesn't look like they will, they'll start to slide anyway. I don't think... You know, they haven't done anything since that premiership they won. But It's a real shame because in this circumstance, like, the Crows can't have, can't do anything right here. Like, no. he got suspended. We obviously tried to f- fight it. It didn't work. Like, we, we have supported him as much as we can in that scenario. And then, obviously, you know, he did have to kind of come back through the sample because he'd had time off and it was hard, it was hard to crack into the team. Mm. They weren't going to drop anyone at that point. Obviously, he injured himself in that time, which was a big bummer. Like, it, it's been a really tough year for him, but I don't know if, like, the, the Crows are solely to blame for that. And also, know? like, mm. the three-year contract takes him to 31. Like, we typically sign players to one-year contracts from 30. So, you know, that's probably what we aim to do with him, get him to 30 and then go one year from there. But yeah. That's why I can't... I don't, seems fair enough. I don't blame yeah. the Crows for only offering, offering two years. No. Um, and I don't blame him for wanting to look elsewhere no. when they've offered the three that he wanted too late. Like, it's just – it is a shitty thing. It is what it is. Um, Will we get anything for him, though? Probably not. No. <laughs> You'd think that they'd do a player-for-player player trade, if anything. Well, we'll see. But um, the dog act, actually, Michelangelo Rucci, which we've gone away from a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, he's a oh, <laughs> just to, He is, like, the biggest worm in real life. Mm. One time um, he came into the pub with Chris McDermott and I think I've told this story before, but I gave Chris McDermott the big we're not worthy, like, you know, so so glad you're here. And Michelangelo Rucci looked like a homeless person. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing the oldest clothes, oldest sneakers, and he just slithered, slithered away like the worm he is to the table because he couldn't handle that I didn't give a shit about him. <laughs> anyway, and go for enough. it, Dan. <laughs> If someone leaves the club, did they really quit the club or are you a media grub dog act? Rhyming club with club there, Dan. Yes. <laughs> Some legendary, legendary songwriting tricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever is catchy. You are the expert. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so are we? should we discuss it anymore? Like are we expecting to get anything from Macadam? Like is this is – this, can this benefit us in any way? Um, well, there's been talk of a three-way trade where Port gets Grundy, um, we get Dersma. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Melbourne gets um, 
McAdam. So watching Dersmer on the weekend, I feel like we've already got three players that are like him. Yeah, he I mean, the only he didn't good look great on against Brisbane, did he? No, the only when good he got thing run down from a yeah. ruckman was it? <laughs> yeah. The one good thing Dersmer <laughs> did is when Port were hot, like you know, really coasting towards maybe making a grand final and he literally dropped the Premiership Cup that time. Mm. Like oh, that. yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was good for everyone it who's was. Not, not a Port supporter. Yeah, And absolutely. if he comes to the Crows, does he then have to do ironic bow and arrows against himself from when he was at Port Adelaide? Well, I, I imagine him and Rochelle <laughs> would do them at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like Cupid's. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't see that. I can't see him coming to the Crows. No, I can't see Port wanting to get rid of him anyway. Well, he's a bit fringe these days. Yeah. But he still, surely he has the potential. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't look great on, like Ben said, he didn't look great on. He's Saturday definitely night. shot for confidence. Like he hasn't progressed as much as um, Butters and Rosie. Did we do that skills. thing where we bring out the greatness like we have with Hinge and Keys? Mm. Maybe. He, he's got but some he's skills. More. He's got something you can work with hundred, like 100%. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Uh, he just, he doesn't. Like he missed a lot of targets on Saturday night and we've got plenty of players that are good at that. <laughs> Do we need some more fringe <laughs> Brisbane players? Because that's worked <laughs> out pretty well for us. Yeah, that'd be nice. Did you see uh, Stevens got dropped for uh, mm. Sydney on the weekend? Yeah, so. he's rumoured to be going to a few different teams. Yeah, so. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to Melbourne. There'd probably been a few clubs tracking him for a while, but it was interesting seeing he got... Um, he got dropped. And Bozza was talking up. Oh, we're getting into rumor chat now, which we might as well. But mm. uh, just before we get there, oh, um, sorry, Ben. Potentially another dog act. Oh, okay. this week. Um, Have you written one? Oh, I just noticed last week there was a lot of talk about fantasy. <laughs> oh, well, that wasn't women. on the yeah, agenda. We're not tonight. talking about it this week though, because uh, Sam soundly kicked my ass uh, yes. in this Didn't round. So uh, excellent. <laughs> well, we had a lot of time last week to me. talk about a lot of fantasy and we might have forgotten to just finish things off for the season for what happened in the men's comp. Oh, oh no, no, we're not. What well, did I happen? don't know what happened. On. I no, lost interest after I got unceremoniously booted out. boring, I would have thought. So yeah. I was still <laughs> wanting to play <laughs> and I was... Adelaide's rocking. The comeback story of the season. Oh. Comebacks. At one point, close to finals, Just, still if you're sitting do at eleven. Get on with it. <laughs> I would be a lot quicker if I didn't get interrupted, Sam. Um, no, you, uh, if so, I remember correctly, you interrupted me mid-sentence. So it was me, collective mids, and I was lucky enough to yeah get the victory. What? You won the whole league. I, How did I not hear this? I put it in the uh, the when, chat. When? Pretty much the chat. S- Which chat? <laughs> well, the only chat I'm involved with you. <laughs> Oh, don't tell me. So pretty much at the end of that that round, I said, oh, back-to-back, here we crow, fantasy premier. Yeah, you got absolutely nothing from us. I I I I genuinely don't remember seeing it. I'm pretty sure Dan was – or one person responded with a – I don't know what the emojis all mean, but um, (laughs) it's the one where where the mouth slightly open is in wow. Can you you explain to um, uh, Dan and Lauren how you you explained the, um, the the GWS meme to me today? Oh, well, something that I thought was new that wasn't quite so new. <laughs> yeah. The fact that, that all the dancing to the GWS song, yeah. The big yeah. beat sound. Yeah. So <laughs> you know that drunk like guy in the club and the reporter says something to him and then he just walks away and dances. Nah. You know that meme? You've yeah. seen it a hundred times. I'm, I'm less of a person than Ben at this point. <laughs> she, does the, she does the hands thing. <laughs> you've seen it, surely. No, no, oh, no. if I showed you, you've, you've 100% seen it. It, was, it is very humorous, all yeah. the GWS to the, the big, big sound. But yeah. yeah. I'm, almost go, I'm almost going as far to say that. GWS are close to my second team at the moment. Well, yeah, well, they friend of the pod, Alex Williams, has made us all GWS 
deep yeah, GWS fans. I think fans. so too. I like that they just seem to have fun, and it might be Alex doing it, but it's. it's <laughs> and but I mean, I genuinely liked watching them beat St Kilda on the weekend. They were good to watch. But getting back to the point at hand, <laughs> um, <laughs> I goddamn won that thing. Woo, well done, well done, Ben. So yeah, Sam right, doesn't well, care. Well, this is basically now just pointed not, at Sam now. So you're not allowed to win the uh, uh, AFLW one, though. I was taking it far too seriously. You I'm can gonna, tell. I'm going to give it a go at um, what Dan does every week. What's this that? guy. You would have seen this a million times. Well, this is Champagne Pod right now. <laughs> But, uh, Sam showing us a video. I literally have not seen that a million times. Hang on, really? what, Ben? Never seen it in my life. She says something to him and then he just weirdly stares at the camera, walks away and dances. You've not seen this? We'll share it on our socials. <laughs> Don't worry about what's written I can't believe you're making me watch this live while we're recording. <laughs> ben, can you oh, keep this around. show rolling? What are we going <laughs> to say? I'm trying. So, <laughs> uh, what I was going to do is I just need one thing from Sam, which is the dog act music, and I'm going to give it a go. Oh, yes. Oh! Wait, go, so, Sam. What? I fear for how this will work out, but I'm going to give it a go. I forgot it was a dog act. Really? If you power up from 11th and go all the way to win it, and your pot just gives you crickets. <laughs> dog act. <laughs> wow, that timing. We've been waiting oh. 71 episodes for that. How good? 71 eps. You know, there's a, rhythm, even have to slow a the bit of a down. timing that goes with it. And I will, I will <laughs> well, say that well, Ben hid this. I'm finding it now, yes. <laughs> None of us knew this was happening That's legitimately. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant. Ben's now got a bit of a newfound respect for Lauren and I. I can't believe you pace. kept showing me that video yeah. while Ben was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> No, well done, Ben. Thank you. Who, who would have thought I wouldn't keep up with the music? <laughs> good, good work on the dog act. It's fantastic. And, That's and going winning. in a highlight reel at the end of the year. Definitely. Winning the fantasy as well. Um, yeah, but like Lauren said, no, you can't win the women's one. We need to be giving – we need to have a crack this time. And to think we're giving him shit for doing work. He's done so much prep this episode. Yeah, well oh, done. Wow, yeah. we. That's what he was actually doing at the start, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. He's <laughs> pretending it was work. Yeah. I mean, it was work. He's working hard at that dog act. Yeah. And, and this year – so far, we're fifth, sixth, and seventh in our comp at the moment. Well done to us. So. <laughs> oh. Out of seven? That's pretty good. Out of 20. Fifth, sixth, and seventh. Hang on, there's four of us. And 17th. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm Lauren. still down the bottom. I haven't had a win yet. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> also, Ale- just on that, our friend of the pot, Alex Williams. The oh, orange, orange. He's offered us tickets. Nah, it, but members, he's, a, he's a good members pass. <laughs> orange, orange. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that text sound? Yeah, I might have to get the text sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but back to rumors. <laughs> um, I can't remember who I was talking about. Now there was another player that was rumored. Oh yeah, so Bozza spoke has been talking up Brennan Cox for a long time from Frio, but I just can't see his name being thrown up anywhere. So nah. I don't see that happening. What I do hope is that we do have a crack at um, Brandon Zerk Thatcher from Essendon, who is heavily rumoured to be going to Port. I don't know why you'd go to Port when you could go to the Crows, but you know, <laughs> each to their own. Um, mm. But surely we're at least having a word to him. Um, yeah, you'd hope so. There's nicer, nicer players at the Crows. <laughs> I don't know if that works well for us or not. <laughs> but they seem yeah. less pow-peppery. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Anyone else? Um, no, I, there's not much. There's, well, let's be honest. The, the finals are still going, so it's not 
Um, not really not for peak, us then. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not really peak time. No. Um, I, w- I thought we would have heard a little bit more from exit interviews, a few more rumours popping out about players that might be leaving, but we haven't really heard yeah, much Yeah, no deal listings yet. We're normally pretty late on the deal listings, though, right? Yeah. Pros. Like, yeah. real late. It's like we hold on to them like, to see if they'll actually have any value. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting. Let's announce our Huey Crow Best and Ferris winners and our Tyson Edwards Quite a Two Award winner for the year, shall we? I assume Ben's ready with those. Shortly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the moment we've all been waiting for, Ben. Floating okay. up Excel. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. So I'll do the uh, top five for both. Yep. And I'll go from fifth upwards. Is this the, uh, is this the Tyson Edwards we're doing now or what are you, what are I, you doing? It's up to you. Choose your own adventure. Let's start. We'll go to the Tyson Edwards first. Let's uh, hear okay. who quite achiever yep. is for the year. So, in fifth place, uh, Miller. Oh, Wayno. Yeah, just, edged, up. just edged out Sloney by one vote to get into fifth. Um, he was on six votes. Luke Pedler came fourth on nine. Oh. We had That's a, surprising. We had a tie for second or third, depending on which way you look at it, um, with Chase Jones and Michael Lenny. Whoa, mm. who has won this? Well, a real bolter at the end of the season is one Mitch Hinge. Angie, front of the pod. Let's give him a ring. No, <laughs> just Congratulations, Mitch. I saw his brother at the pub the other day. Oh, we did could, you? Imagine yeah. if we did genuinely ring him just like out of the blue and he's like, who's this? And then we never get a player ever again. (laughs) Uh, And just before we go into player votes, we actually uh, Quirky gave us a potential name for the uh, for our. um, Oh yeah, I did see that. What was it again? A Matthew Liptak Overachiever Award. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind it. I actually don't mind it. Well, Liptak. I don't know if this is in reference to the best and fairest Liptak one. Because he did win one in like '96. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. I would have. Well, he went on to be a doctor, didn't he? Is that yeah. what? I yeah. think that's, that's the overachieving aspect. Which part's overachieving? Sorry, Liptak, the good doctor. I don't know he's if actually he's a surgeon. Surgeon. I don't think yeah. he's overachieving at that though, because he's qualified. No, but he's <laughs> overachieving at life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I don't mind ben, it. So who's the inaugural give us uh, the, uh, Matthew Liptak overachiever award? <laughs> All right, so overachiever. So coming in fifth was <laughs> Rankin. Isaac Rankin. Oh. Again, just one vote ahead of Miller. Almost got the double oh. top fives. Wow. Uh, but fourth was Mitch Hinge. So oh, wow. there you go. So All right. Pretty good. That's pretty That's impressive good effort. Uh, coming in third was Laird on 54. Laird. Second uh, was Tex Walker on oh. 64. Oh. I think we all know Texan. who the winner is. Yep. yep. So absolutely. Congratulations to Darcy Fogarty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As <Ben laughs> predicted, we got Matt Crouch. Before we um, <laughs> before we play this, can you get the the song ready? Yeah. <laughs> and who is the winner, Ben? <laughs> well, um, if the music hasn't given it away, our captain, my captain, your captain. One young Geordie Dawson. Well done, <laughs> Pretty tight. Tex, Tex on 64, Dawson on 101. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
And to think that he had a quiet second half of the year. So yeah, imagine no. if he'd kept going. Everyone well, else did catch him up a little bit. In that I honestly half. thought it would be closer than that because yeah. we did. Ha- we kind of did drop off giving him votes there for a while. Mm. Well, that's fantastic. Thanks for uh, counting all that up uh, no, this well year, done, ben. ben. And for yeah. anyone who's following my uh, putting $5 on Geordie Dawson to win the Brownlow, um, he is now shortened to $1.97 cash out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the odds. No, just the cash out. Not looking too good. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. Out of bounds. On the ball. Oh, I didn't put anything on Instagram. Oh, no. Sorry, everyone. Oh, shit. That's bad of me. Well, look. We could get a bit on Twitter, though. A little bit. Bozza Bozza is trumpeting the big, big sound this week. (laughs) Um, Vardy, in the bin, Rucci being the one to deliver the Shane news and the smugness with which he did so. And the difference in the approach to reporting from the media, McCann quits while Ratugolia... Is that how you say it? No, that is not how you say it. Can you please get that? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my. I quit this fucking podcast. Do we need to do another little button? Yes. Ratagoli. Yo. Is that Niam? It's Yeo. <laughs> Elliot Yeo. <laughs> um, that Look, was, to be fair, very, she wasn't I'm, far off. Boy, this one. I'm very smart, but I just can't read. <laughs> Lauren, um, I can't pronounce things. Lauren has told us numerous times she doesn't care about any other team. No, that's true. So, yeah, Ratugolia. Ratugolia. Do you think I listen to the commentators? They're all fuckheads. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, he asked to be transferred elsewhere. That was the point. Thanks. uh, I hope hope Ratugolia goes to port (laughs) because they're going to pay him too much, and it'll be funny. Yeah, Uh, he's like missing piece FC. Yeah, I reckon Uh, port. They're going to just plug a few more gaps and see if they go again. He looks handy, but they're going to pay him too much. And I think that's, that's good for us. <laughs> I just love like, they, just these guys, they try to recycle. Like they don't, they're not getting high caliber. I mean, unless they get Zerk Thatcher, who's like on the cusp of going somewhere, but the other two like yeah. Grundy and Ratugolia. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Don't you wish that was his name now? Yeah, I do actually. To be oh. fair, they did pretty well out of Alir Alir. Yeah. I don't know. He hasn't been as good this year. I would have taken him if we could have got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Certainly now. <laughs> but what about Finlayson? <laughs> He's had his t- what about, moments. What about um, Jack Watts and mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. else did they get the other year? Uh, Stephen Motlop. Flop, flop. Essendon player. What was Arazio. it? Arazio. Arazio. Like. Fantasia. <laughs> Tissue legs fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Pins. Paper pins. Paper pins. pins. <laughs> anyway, Boise says, we'll miss the Macadam highlights. Macadam. Lauren's doing bits now. Wow. <laughs> oh, Macadam. <I> mean- <laughs> <laughs> Up in Macadam. <laughs> 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 oh, it's good. So Lauren's, Lauren's blowing a funny fuse now. Oh, I've got, I've got to show oh. you something after this. Galant and Cook can easily replace him up forward. Ponte At least you goal. call him Galant, not like Sam Galant. What? Gollant. I say Gollant. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's not his name. Oh, I don't care. 
Ponta Gold was bloody <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> Girls yellow clash Guernsey looks slick. Yeah, I like the yellow Truth. one. That's great. Mm. Yeah. Uh, G40 runs needed says that AFLW goal, just a reminder, and any exit meeting goss, everything else just makes me cranky, which I'm not proud of. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Honestly, like um, watching the footy this week, and I only caught the um, Port and Brisbane game, but I'm just like, I just don't really care, hey. Mm. I'm really like, normally I don't mind watching the finals and I get <coughs> into it, but this year I'm just like, <sighs> mm. like it doesn't mean anything because it's just a farce. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> But sucked in Sydney. What about Don't you hate those score reviews? Yeah, I was going to say, it was pretty funny, uh, Horse getting asked straight after the game yeah. about the score review system. He's like, at least he did admit that one went their way um, before he answered the question, but still, yeah, uh, pretty funny. How about Simon Goodwin having a bit of a cry? Oh, he's become a bit insufferable, yeah. I reckon, because he had a crack at the Hawks tagger mm. a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, and then, um, yeah, it was basic. I thought that there was nothing in the Van Royen elbow, mm. which... I don't know, you could probably argue in some ways a lot worse, but anyway. Just go elbowing people? Yeah, that's right. Mm. To be fair, we didn't actually talk about the Maynard thing, did we? No, well, that was the thing that was accused of sucking most about, wasn't it, Maynard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the sort of the obvious one was, yeah, he basically... Well, That's a warranted sook. Yeah. A little bit. So we all think he's, he needs to spend weeks on the sideline? Well, look. I just don't like him because he's a fuckhead. Like he <laughs> makes that really clear. Um, yeah. I definitely, I mean, when it happened, I thought, well, that's pretty nasty. But when you're looking at it on the, like the replay from the angle of like Brayshaw looking at like that way, um, it looked like he couldn't really help what he was doing. But then when you look at the other side angle, he was quite the way away from mm. Brayshaw. So, like I said to you earlier, he should have just army rolled out of that shit. That would have been way more cool. <laughs> yeah. I it's think just, yeah. yeah, there's lots of arguments for it. And like most, the big voices on social media and that seem to be um, arguing for him to get off. But yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. it just, it doesn't well, seem like. The argument is I'm in the air. How can I possibly yeah. change my trajectory because I'm in the air? Try jumping at a wall, see if you can change what you're doing. But, but like when why you are jump you jumping at a, forward. But if you yeah. jump forward with your arms in there, what makes you he, then yeah. put your arms down and put your shoulder forward? Right. Like so what, his his thing. technique to smother was why he got into the position he was. So I think it's fair enough to say that the way he jumped up and forwards at the player um, qualifies as being relatively reckless. And Wasn't that him moving off the mark really and, anyway? Like and if you do something mm. reckless like that and you concuss somebody, it's probably going to have a consequence. What I do wonder as well with that is, and it's a really good point you bring up, Ben, like what if, yeah, like why would you just launch yourself forward at a player? Like even if he didn't go down into like the position he did that caught him with the, like the shoulder, he still would have ran into him and probably knocked both of the players out through mm. stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there was only – if they're saying there's nothing you can do once you're in the air, well, he's still. made this decision to jump at him then yeah. and there's nothing he could do once he's made that decision. He didn't have so to jump at him. He could have stopped and, and or he, jumped Or he could have tried to jump up yeah. as opposed no, to exactly, jump forward. No, exactly. That's what I mean. So, yeah. Yeah. Stop and jump up mm. instead of forward. And, um, and there's also been people like sort of going the victim – like um, – Brayshaw actually was concussed before that, which is why he didn't try to move at the last minute. I'm like, he was literally <laughs> running forward and kicking the ball. Like, what's mm. he meant to do? Yeah, no, I don't think there's a lot of um, validity on victim blaming. I think mm. he just got 
charged into. Yeah. On the night, I thought it was fine, but um, afterwards, watching the replays and watching the other replay that's come out in the last few days, yeah, I just don't. I, with all the concussion stuff that we're going through at the moment, the AFL just can't afford not to suspend him, I don't mm. think. I don't think you'd want to encourage people to then think, yeah, well, I can just jump up and run straight into players like that. As much as people say it's all part of the game, I think you don't have to have part of the game, like a smother that involves your whole body hitting the opposition. And the it's a bit of a chook lottery though, isn't it? Like he could literally get off at the tribunal, even though they they always do that whole thing, like now that he's been sent to the tribunal, it's a minimum of three weeks, but we've seen players get off at the uh-huh. tribunal. Well, so there's, a, there's a lot of um, yeah media pressure for him to get off now, yeah. so oh, I'm sure the AFL's a very strong organisation and wouldn't listen to that though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get through this because I'm having a hay fever attack. Uh, Andrew Bennett said, not sure I've ever seen our sample side really try hard in a final. Time to move them to the VFL. Good, Good comment. And um, we didn't really talk about the sample, but that was yeah, reasonably disappointing. I think, I think he's right. We, I don't really think they want to play. I don't think they want to stir up the debate of of whether the Crows should be in the grand final. Well, uh, we're resting players who qualify to play, like Crouch and yeah. whatnot. So, yeah. if we really, really wanted that flag, Crouch would be playing. Mm. And sure, like I don't know, really know why anyone cares anyway. Surely, no one feels that strongly about our sample side. Nope. No. Well, I know we don't. I'm sure people do, but like it's it's kind of a bit weird. They're a bit soulless, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I agree. Like, I see the point in having them. Like, what they should probably just not even play finals. Like, I see the point in them being a reserves team for us. But once we're out of contention for the finals, what's the point? Mm. Yeah, it's much better us having a team where we can still pl- they play to our game plan yeah. and structures and having that you know competition. But probably. Maybe Sandful, we've outgrown that. And really the AFL just needs to have a reserves comp. Yeah, which is happening. It's just... Yeah. It's well, just they got the VFL, which is all of Australia except for Waffle and Soffle. <laughs> yeah, well, they've already all joined together, haven't they? So yeah. that, that VFL is just... Waffle that's a Soffle. crazy league now. <laughs> yeah, as they're known. It's <laughs> the me- mega VFL. Yeah. That would get under the radar. Soffle. All right, last one, or maybe not the last one. I've got more notifications here. Uh, insert name here, Millie. Not wanting Port to win any more games this final series, so I don't have to hear Kane Corns around about it for the next year. Is that a take? It's all I've got till our season starts back again next year. <laughs> well, Millie, get on to the women's. And uh, also, uh, that was Port Talk. Um, what else have we got? We are just death riding Port Nothing. Through. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, just, oh, how good would it be if they go out in straight sets? Uh, go orange. Go orange. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's really struggling. Yeah, I'm dying over here. <laughs> I was laughing and now I'm like actually having an allergic reaction to something in this room. Just can't, um, can't, must can't cut, handle cut that cut hard solo. No, clearly I can't. Maybe it's the, the booze in here is setting me off. I've already that got a headache from the hard solo. Anyway, um, what else? Anything else? No, well, no I forgot to put. It. I forgot to put it on. Um, oh, Jaden, Jaden did oh, yeah. uh, messages today. Uh, his main the main takeaway he had was um, Saints are going to go hard at the draft. So whether there was uh, anyone at St Kilda that Ross the boss is probably likely to s- discard that we might be keen on um, and asked us who we who, who <sighs> if there was anyone. But people have posted about Jade Gresham. I'm not interested in him. Nah, like, I feel like we've, I feel like we've got Jade Greshams. Yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. isn't he like a Lockie Murphy? Uh, I think um, I think Essendon Ess- are rumoured to be going for Gresham. Yeah. Maybe we can talk to Dino about that. I think the player we want, they'd never give up. That's what I said to him. Yeah, Miller or Wanganine. Oh, he's yeah. good, isn't he? Yeah. Imagine Miller and Miller or Wanganine. 
Uh, Mangan E. Miller. What about that young whippersnapper Brad Crouch? I wonder if he'd be keen to come <laughs> come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be a fairy tale story. Play with his brother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You get old uh, Philip back. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> come back, come back to an actual big club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't think Saints would want to give up anyone that we'd want because we'd want a midfielder. We'd want a ready-made midfielder, and they're not going to give up any of their quality mm. mids. So, yeah. I don't know. They've got some good players, but they're just like, why would they give them up? Yeah. I don't think there's any of the good ones that are on the outer. But it does sound like Ross is going to cull a few cull a few favourites. It seems pretty unlikely we're going to be in the mix for any serious mids again. So mm. it'll just be in-house development. Yep. <laughs> but uh, we've got another big game in the AFLW this Saturday against the Bombers at home. Um, the Unley Oval, I believe. Um What's the vibe on this one, Ben? What have you got? Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so You said you had stats. I did. It's just the f- chance that I didn't have that um, document open. So they have so far beaten St Kilda and Hawthorne. Um, neither of those teams were great last year. Um, Hawthorne did beat Bulldogs, but Bulldogs look pretty bad this year as well. So... Yet to be really tested, the the Dons. Um, having said that, though, the way they beat, to an extent, Hawthorne, but particularly um, St Kilda, looked a lot how we beat Richmond. So mm. uh, they had a lot more uncontested ball than, um, than St Kilda and they had um, a better disposal efficiency and they almost doubled them for marks. So almost exactly how we beat Richmond. So it's sort of... We need to make sure they don't have the time and space to be able to use the ball as, as cleanly as they have the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a player that Sam was just loving before, Bonnie Toogood. Um, they've always they've also got a press packers, don't they? Yep. Yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, Toogood anyway is leading the league for marks at the moment, so she'll be one we'll need to um, hold fairly tightly. So maybe that'll be a Bedell job. Um, to to keep Chelbo, her absolutely no match for Chelbo. Nah, no, well, hopefully not. Um, <laughs> so I think as long as we can not let them play how we've been playing um, and keep the pressure on them, we should be too good. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good joke. That's going to be the name of the pod. That too was, good for too good. Yeah, that was that one. was unintentional. <laughs> um, but so I've got us winning by twenty nine at home, but. I don't know, maybe they're better than I think they are, but at this stage I think we should have the chocolates. So we won by 29 last week as well. That's interesting. Cody Jakes is out too. She got suspended. Who's Did that? you put that in your things? I don't, I don't know who that person is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also Jess Waterhouse got fined for rough conduct. conduct. Oh, come you know on that? now. Oh, $400, 250 with an early plea. So Worth we'll it. Have, oh, might have to hand the cap around. We got that much in the Here We Crow account? No. Uh, <laughs> You're the treasurer, you tell us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we might have to look for another podcast. For that sort of, Has anyone sort of else been putting their weekly donation in? Or is I that just yeah, me? We all have. Yeah, One's no. automatic. Yeah, yeah, well, I keep, well, every week I'm like... Do you hear that, listeners? <laughs> We're donating our own money to this podcast. <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> Buy some merch. Yeah. Speaking of merch, Sam. Oh, um, yes. How'd you go with making the women's merch? Yeah. Yep. My idea didn't, my didn't work that I tried oh. on the weekend. So, yeah, sorry, team. That's Failed right. there. Oh, no. Everybody, it will be coming hopefully before the end of the season. <laughs> but uh, we've got some ideas and we'd like to get you onto some women's merch. So, 
So, <laughs> um, but I'll, uh, we need Dan to do a design. I would be hopeless. I don't have any time. I'll, I'll just get Violet to do it. Yeah. Um, as a se- segue out of that, um, who do you think will win by how much, Sam? Uh, we'll, we'll beat them. Uh, 27 points. <laughs> Lauren? Crows by 35. Yeah, I'm going to go Crows by 15 points. I think it'll be a little bit tighter than you guys think, but we'll wait and see. Ben's looking up the nearest KFC on his phone. Is he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not done yet, Ben. Sing a stack a bit, Ben. Uh, so... Uh, I was just saying if there was any shops open at the end, but no, they're all closed. <laughs> you guys have waffled a bit long. Stay tuned for the AFLW merch. But in the meantime, we have been here with Crow. This is episode 71. Thanks for tuning in. Go the Crows. What's Ben's outro song? Uh, what was it, Ben? Uh, so, another one of Dan's <laughs> favourites. Um, is it Elbow or? No, it is another Gomez for you. Oh. <laughs> That's what but, I meant when I said but, <laughs> Named my women's fantasy team after hers with as the Pontus Pingers. And so this is Gomez ping one down and boy did she ping one down. Oh. Well done. Thanks.